is your intention to go forward and build a large portfolio? Are you going to do this organically? Like, what's your thinking? How many companies do you think you end up investing in? Yeah. Uh, to be very honest, I haven't given it serious thought. All I knew when I started is, because uh, obviously I had, uh, I had you know, I sought some counsel from some people who have done this before. And I think the general mantra was, you know, build a portfolio. Don't do, hey, a friend A came in and put one and, you know, just wait for it. So I've been lucky that I think in the last two years, I've got to that portfolio. And now whether I'm going to build it to 20 or 30, I don't know. But I'm, I, I, I think as a principle to me, uh, having a portfolio with some uh, conviction and themes, I think is just gives me comfort. It could all obviously be horribly wrong. But for me, I think what's really worked is I think the 15 to 20 number seems okay for now. Uh, but I think in terms of preference, uh, I, I'm a bit more biased towards B2B because probably I ran a B2B business myself. Uh, obviously, technology is a common spine across these 15. I think the application of tech is very much, uh, at least the ones I have, is either solving a problem in, in, the, in the financial services domain, in the education domain, or in B2B enterprise software. Uh, there are one or two exceptions here and there, but mostly you know, it's B2B in these three or four domains. And mostly uh, with, uh, it's come from either Singapore or ASEAN. I mean, my background's originally born in India, grew up in Indonesia, last 20 years, Singapore. So obviously the networks in these three countries. Of course, that doesn't limit their business operation. So I think, you know, geographical, there is, of course, I suppose, a self-selection bias. Uh, there is a preference or a bias towards the industry one uh, tends to believe one is uh, familiar with. Uh, and yeah, I'm comfortable. I'm happy that it's at this stage, but I, I, it, could, it could go up uh, a few companies more as well. Because I think you, 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 you probably, well, of course, you know, um, yeah, we've done a lot of thinking around this because when I first got into doing, doing this, I actually ended up with a bunch of angels and some, some fantastic angels in that, that group, actually, um, Trap Lewis and, uh, and, and, uh, and the Tucker Group, yeah, we're part of their Sing Singapore Angel Network and whatnot. And, and so, um, and Harvey Narola and a bunch of other guys. And so we, we ended up sort of just doing this organically and that became our first fund. But what we, what I felt um, uncomfortable with, yeah, that's all worked out fine. We've got a 2x, you know, at the end of year seven, we got 22% IRR, very happy about that. It'll eventually be a very good looking fund in, in, uh, in year 10. But what I was unhappy about with the process was I just had a feeling that having a small number of portfolio companies was, uh, was, was kind of dangerous in the sense yeah. that, you know, we did some research recently that showed that you get basically a, a unicorn for every 100 companies that attract outside investment. And that's a fascinating figure when you think about it, because you could be unlucky to the extent that you have a 99 company portfolio and you still mess out. You know, we all know those stories. So, so our thinking is, you know, now with, with Hatcher is, is uh, and I want to go on a big sales pitch, but our thinking is the more companies that you have in a portfolio that are qualified by other people, and by various other characteristics, um, the better chance you're going to have at those really serious power curves kicking in and, and taking it across the line. I'm, I'm absolutely in love with the story of Coinbase and Union Square Ventures at the moment. Uh, yeah. For anyone that's watching this that hasn't heard the story, Union Square Ventures basically took up uh, an 8% stake in these guys at a very early stage. And that 8% stake is now worth uh, about $8 billion, which is 40x the time. 40x the size of their uh, of their 200 million dollar fund. Wonderful story, but 
also proof of you know, what Peter Thiel's always said, which one company can can make or break your entire, or not break, but make your entire fund. It, John, really- I'm going to ask you there, right? So this Coinbase story, right? Or your own experience. Yeah. How much of you, how much of it would you say is just pure luck? Uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so I was out to lunch with some guys yesterday that run a very successful firm in Singapore, and we were a very successful venture firm um, that everyone would know, but I won't, won't quote them without their permission. But we're talking about this over lunch. Most VCs recognize that probability plays a huge role. So I guess the only difference is that what we're trying to do with Hatcher is we're just trying to acknowledge that probability exists, acknowledge, understand what the odds are, and then you know, go to the casino at least knowing what the odds are, knowing what the time you know, lag is, knowing you know, how, how quickly or not these things pay off. And if you can understand that amount, then, then you can have a lot of fun. It, it can be less stressful than sort of just building a very small organic portfolio because a lot, of, I don't know about you, but a lot of the guys that I, that I talk to that have done three or four deals have not had a great experience because three or four deals is just such a low level. You've got to be really lucky for one of those deals to work out well. Um, it happens. My accountant uh, put uh, $50,000 into a company. Six months later, he got a check for $400,000 in cash. <laughs> so he's the worst guy to have at dinner on Friday night. <laughs> you don't want that guy at dinner because everyone else will go, oh, it's that easy. And we all know that it's, uh, that, that it's really not. So I, th- I think the probability to your question, I think luck is, is hugely dependent on it. And so much can go wrong or right for founders along the way. I mean, you've had your own experience running entrepreneurial companies and, and now investing in 15 or 16 companies. Yeah, without naming names, can you think of a situation there where someone just got lucky, where they happened on a large customer or are most of your guys pretty much just executing 